Welcome to the Gimme's Podcast. I'm Drew Solomon. And I'm Danny Chayette. This is our sixth interview for the podcast. We just had to bring the heat for this episode. Today, we have the professional long driver, co-founder of the Forward Tees Golf Nonprofit for Women's Golfers, Backswings Golf Event Golfer, alumni of the women's golf team at the FIU, Pop Stroke Tour Championship contender, and above all, the best mentor and big sister in the world, Gabby Powell. Hello, yeah. guys. <laughs> Thank you for having me on the podcast. I am super excited to uh, chat a little bit with you guys today, and uh, I'm sure you guys will learn some new stuff about me. Yeah, I think we definitely will. Um, you ready to jump right into it? Yeah, let's do it. Um, so for our first question, um, what was the experience like at Dwyer High School and how was the golf team there and what made you realize you want to play golf at the next level? Okay, so I think I need to go a little bit more into a backstory um, into how I kind of got into golf. So I uh, played basketball competitively for seven to eight years, um, all the way till freshman year high school. I played freshman year high school and then I started to get colleges noticing me I'm like oh heck no like I'm not trying to play this in college like I, I'm gonna have to figure out something else and my mom actually noticed our Dwyer high school team was looking for girl golfers and she heard a lot of girl golf scholarships going used every year so she's like you should try it like the high school's looking for girls so I was like all right like fine like I'll try it and I went to the range for the very first time actually got the ball in the air and I was like oh my gosh like I could do this like let's do it so then I um uh, ended up getting onto the high school team. There wasn't many girls on the high school team in Dwyer. Um, and it was mostly beginner girls, I would say, but like, obviously I was an extreme beginner. So the, some of the girls were better than me when I first started. Um, so on the team, like the experience was um, kind of normal, just practicing. I think more of the experience was playing in more junior events through high school. But I knew I wanted to take it to that next level when my mom did mention a lot of girl golf scholarships go unused every year. So I was like, you know, that's something I can really work towards. And then I really started to pursue golf and I was playing and practicing every single day. A lot of sweat and tears, I will say. Yeah. Yeah, no, that sounds amazing. I mean, I remember over the phone, you said that you didn't pick it up until you're like around 15. So that's pretty ridiculous in itself to, mm -hmm. for you to be able to get here. But yeah, for our next question, we just wanted to tell you how proud we are of you and Hannah for starting your own nonprofit to help women succeed, not only in golf, but for their whole lives as well. Would you share a little bit about it and what you've been doing and what's to come? Yes. So Hannah and I, um, Hannah Liner, find her at Hannah B liner on Instagram. Um, we recently started a nonprofit called forward tees to help advance opportunities for women in golf and beyond. So we are starting a mentorship program that there's three different levels of people involved in the charity who we consider our fellows are our business professionals who have a golf background. Uh, for example, we have a couple of former LPGA ladies involved. Our ambassadors are our girls who played collegiately are either still in their junior or senior years of college playing collegiately or have already graduated. They're either playing professionally or just have a career, whether it's in golf or not, but they just have that golf background as well. And then we have our junior fellows who are those girls 13, 18, who have aspirations of playing in college. Um, so us ambassadors that do have that experience can then help uh, mentor and share their experiences for these girls, these younger girls that want to play in college. So 
Um, we have, I'm not going to say all details, but you know, we're doing really well. We've been working really hard on back end, and we're planning on launching that mentorship program here in January for our first year. Our first year won't be um, super huge, I would say. I think our first year we're going to do what's manageable, as in having, I think we're going to have about 30 to 40 ambassadors committed, 30 to 40 junior fellows. So after our first year, hopefully, you know, that's where we can really grow and shoot up after the experiences of the first year in it. But we are super excited and you know the whole reason Hannah and I wanted to start this was because we always look back and we're like wow like that transition from high school to college golf wasn't easy like if you're not one of the top uh golfers in the country as a as an amateur you, like coaches college coaches are not coming to you you have to reach out to the coaches and there's a lot of back end that you you don't realize when you're trying to maybe play in college and we're like, how awesome would it have been if we had a girl that already went through college that we can call up, ask for advice, ask for questions that could just make this process so much easier and just have some site like a pen pal, because not only on that aspect, but on the aspect of, I mean, that, that girl can be your pen pal for the rest of your life, you know, so just creating that relationship. Another huge part of it is we want this to be a great network. We want to help these ambassadors network for whatever their careers are going to be. Um, have those connections and you know we're just so excited to be able to give back to that younger generation of these girls because again we look back and wish we had that and not only that we're going to be helping with professionalism and just getting them ready for what's to come and showing them that there are so many opportunities in the golf industry for women as well so it's so awesome and inspiring, like how involved and happy that makes you just throwing that out there. That's really cool. Thanks. Looking yeah. forward to seeing how it yeah, comes. That's, really, that's really a movement. Um, we definitely want to support and stuff. And I'm I also hope you guys are, are you also helping out with maybe NIL deals too with uh, women's golf golfers uh, collegiately and also their professional and business agenda too. Yeah. 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 I think that's a shorter, I hope I explained that pretty decently with yeah. Um, but yeah, we're excited and, uh, it's going to be good 2023 for sure. hundred yeah, percent. Sounds great. Um, how has it been stepping into the spotlight at such a young age and more or less becoming one of the faces of the golf world? So I don't know if I would consider myself one of the faces of the golf world, but you know, um, I don't really consider maybe myself being in the spotlight per se, um, I'm just really thankful for all the opportunities I do get. Um, and, you know, I just embrace it. I think, you know, some of the opportunities, not only through social media, but being in front of a lot of people, I mean, just even having conversations with people, you can, you could change people's lives in a better way, even if you don't realize it. And I think, you know, in the sense of the question of, how does it feel to be in the spotlight? Like, I don't consider myself. I just hope somehow like I can help motivate or do something good for somebody else, I think. Yeah, no, <laughs> when I first met you, it was really, or when we first talked over the phone, it just really like the passion and all that stuff that you kind of bring to the table is just very apparent and awesome. I just wanted to throw that out there as well. Thank like, you, yeah. Funny. So yeah, um, playing golf at the next level is quite the difficult thing to do for anyone. But as you said on the phone a couple of days ago, it's a lot harder for women to get noticed and offered scholarships to play in college. 
What are some steps that you could share to all the young women out there to help them get a competitive advantage when it comes to recruiting? Yeah, so I would say first, I think having the passion for golf is important. Second, playing as much as you can, because when you play golf and playing in tournaments as much as you can, because that gives you the playing experience. When you play around a golf with your friends versus in a tournament, it's completely different with the pressure, the nerves. Um, so playing as much tournament golf as you can is definitely a huge advantage. Um, short game. You got to get the putty, the there putter rolling <laughs> because, you know, the game's really about putting. Um, I would say, again, keeping track of all the tournaments you play in with your scores, because eventually, you know, if you are that person reaching out to coaches, you're going to have to have one of those resumes that shows all the tournaments you play in, what you're shooting. And um, I would just say practice, practice, practice. Yeah, um, no, that sounds awesome. And I think another, you know, advantage would be going through our program because you would be able to hear the stories of girls who've already done it and that can help you along their journeys. Sign up for that. Let me tell you, <laughs> there is incredible and we're looking to be a part of it as well. I mean, it's awesome. It's a great thing. And we're looking forward to seeing where that comes. And now for the fun part, the explain that post. <laughs> Are oh, you <laughs> To be honest, this one isn't as bad as some other ones that we've had in the past, but we think that this is definitely one that needed some explain explaining. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Whoa. So I love it. The post, this post of Martin was pretty funny to say the least. Would you care to give us a little bit of insight on how much yardage the Flamingo actually brought? Um, about uh, 960 yards. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so the whole like explanation behind that post, Martin is a wild one. Let's just say that. Um, so it was actually funny because I wasn't planning on doing that like creating that video anything but Martin's like come on come on get in a video let's do it let's do it and I was like okay well like what am I doing he's like grab the club go up there and hit it and just like tell me like do this and I was like okay I'm like I don't know what it's gonna look like but let's just try it he's like no like it's perfect loved it so I guess I personally never really do a flamingo kick in videos like my golf videos like maybe I'll do a little like kick but it's definitely not a flamingo kick if you want to learn how to do the flamingo kick go to hannah's profile she does a flamingo kick on all her uh videos she's i'd say she's almost known for that one um so martin has been getting a lot of practice he actually got practice from hannah that week at the long drive event so then he was thought it'd be funny to make a video of me doing it because i don't actually do it so that's kind of the explanation of that because I guess he's the one teaching me as Martin. So I guess that makes it funny. It <laughs> was a great video. It was very, yeah. very funny. Yeah. Um, I also have another question. Um, you said you're uh, into basketball uh, when you're in high school or used to play uh, when you're younger. Um, and then same story with me. I was big into AAU and I played in a bunch of tournaments and stuff in high school, of course. Um, 
and then I sort of transitioned into golf and kind of fell in love fell in love with the game and just started playing more with Drew and a bunch of my friends and like taking it seriously. So I want to ask you, how did how in the world did you fall in love with long drive and actually get into uh, hitting the ball that far? So funny story. I wasn't planning on getting into long drive. Um, I never, I mean, I maybe had a little bit of thought in the back of my head because I've kind of always been considered a long hitter in golf, but I never was like considering competing. There was an event, long drive event in my hometown. The person that got the event venue reached out. We got connected somehow. He reached out to me to come do some social media out at the long drive event. I was like, yeah, no problem. I'll be there. And he's like, well, actually, well, why don't you just compete? Like we need more ladies to compete. And I was like, well, I've never done that before. I don't want to go out there and embarrass myself. He's like, no, I'll give you a couple free lessons. Like, you got this. And I was like, all right, what do I got to lose? So he, uh, we had maybe like four or five sessions of training and training as in just him teaching me how to swing harder, further on the golf course. It wasn't any like gym training stuff. Um, got the track man out, was looking at numbers. So basically it wasn't a big transition for my golf swing because I uh, always had a little hop in my swing. Um, I probably should work on that, but um, on the way back, it was really more just hinging the wrist more, having a wider um, back turn basically. And on the way through, really powering through to push use the ground as force through the swing basically to gain speed um so we did we worked on that for a while and then well actually not a while like five sessions so then come the event well also okay i gotta mention this the equipment's a little different long drive right so i was using his 48 degree um shaft or 48 length shaft and I don't remember what head I was using, but it's definitely like maybe around seven degree head. So it's definitely different hitting mm -hmm. with a longer shaft. Your tempo like has to be on point to be able to hit it. Right. I had a lot of drop kicks in these practices, like almost missing the ball. Not going to lie. <laughs> I was like, I really hope I just don't top it like out in my event, like competing for the first time. So I ended up going out after the event, getting up to hit my first set. And I was shaking so bad. I could barely put the ball in the tee. I was like, oh my gosh, like, I, I don't know. I literally got up. I looked out to the grid. I'm like, I don't even remember or know if I could swing this club right now, but I'm literally just going to go for it. And I hit it really good. And I just kept going at it. And I was just shaking so bad, but it was just so much fun. And the, I just thrived in the competition part of it again. And I ended up making it to the finals and getting second place by six yards. And it was just so thrilling. And I was like, wow, that was amazing. I like, I can't stop now. Like I got to keep going. So I ended up competing again in Denver a couple months later, ended up getting second again by three yards. And I was like, oh my gosh, just freaking win. Um, and then he competed again in Utah where I got my personal record 364, here on 64 yards. And then um, went out to Japan in September to compete for the ladies uh, world championships for long drive. That's awesome. Did I miss any question part of that question? No, that was, that that was okay. We covered everything. <laughs> yeah. So I, I mean, I just like the experience of it and the people are great and um, I just thrive under the, you know, 
competition part of it and the pressure part of it and then the just hyped up part of it like they have music you know going like people are hype you know so I just I love it yeah Yeah. all of it looks amazing but yeah before we finish up uh any social media promotions you need to shout out shout them out right now any people one anything um can I think about that for a second of course well while you're thinking (laughs) while you're thinking we just wanted to let you know one more thing. We just thought we should let you know that we can't wait to cheer you on with big fat heads in your pop stroke tour, your thing. You're going to kill it. We know you are, and we'll be there to support you. So we're looking thank forward to that. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. And uh, also, when can the Gimme's podcast play you in a 2v1 scramble? <laughs> we're going to have to plan that one out. I think uh-huh. you guys... Uh, you're going to have to go to the range today if you want to have a chance. Oh, excuse winning. me. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. I think me and, me and Drew play pretty well together. Yeah. All right. 100%. I mean, I think it's more of a 2v2 versus me and Hannah. I think we're Whoa. unbeatable. Hey, I like, I like that idea too. We're down. We're not running from any competition. <laughs> we'll win. I'm not worried. The question is how many strokes are you going to ask for? Oh, oh, all right. All right. Let's keep talking. We'll continue this conversation at your little tournament this week. And as we go to the live tour this weekend, too, we're looking forward to seeing you a lot. And we really appreciate you doing this again. Thank you so much. We're looking forward to hearing from you. And yeah, thank you for being on. Thank you, everyone. Shout outs, you can, or social medias or promotions, feel free to shout them out before we uh, finish up. Um, Nothing right now. Just thank you guys. And I appreciate it. And shout out to everyone watching thanks for watching or listening thanks for listening guys (laughs) (laughs) all right all right gabby thank you so much for your time we really appreciate you doing this once again we're looking forward to kind of spending the next week with you so yeah (laughs) yeah we're excited to head out to uh, pop stroke and cheer you on all right all right thank you